Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to the Playmakers and the countdown for the entire NFL to invade Las Vegas is at two weeks. Yes, exactly 14 days away from the NFL draft live from the Las Vegas Strip. So we're happy to have, honestly, in my humble opinion, one of the best follows when it comes to Las Vegas news in general. Uh, Mick Akers, sports business and transportation journalist for the Las Vegas Review Journal. Insider calls are powered by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download your BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. Welcome, Mick. We're so happy to have you on the show. And you're quite possibly the most qualified guest we've ever had on this program because you cover sports business and transportation for the Review Journal here in town. And before we get to the nitty-gritty NFL Draft Staging Committee, where, in your opinion, on this Hot Wheels track of a town is the worst place to drive? Because Fort Apache is an absolute nightmare. Uh, yeah, I'd take that or, you know, any given rush hour on the 15 or Summerlin Parkway um, or anywhere on Eastern, you know. <laughs> I get a lot of complaints on that. So, you know, the, those are some of the hot spots in town. But, you know, with all the people moving to town, you know, it's kind of it's spreading out in other spots. So it's kind of hard to dodge traffic these days. Yeah, this is why I avoid highways at all costs. I only take back roads these days. Uh, yeah, that's a, good, that's a good idea, except now those are starting to get clogged up, like I said. So. That's true. <laughs> Just kind of take the left or the evil, I guess. There is no escape, and it seems like yesterday we were in the 2020 version of the draft where it had to be canceled here, and then we had to endure the Roger Goodell zooming from his armchair lair, but I vaguely remember that there was a water plant in front of the Bellagio Fountains. I know that they've closed down the roads in front of that. How much of the plane remains, or plan remains from their previous uh, ideas, and how much has it changed just now that we've seen a couple of big events here on the Strip, namely the NHL uh, All-Star Game just a couple months ago? Yeah, so they're pretty much following that blueprint uh, to a T. Uh, they still have that NFL red carpet stage over the Bellagio Fountains there. They started working on that yesterday. Uh, got some lane closures on the strip right there in front of Bellagio. Uh, today they started putting some of the first portions of the, the stages, the, the base of the stage there. Uh, so you saw some, you know, some divers in there doing some work, seeing some the crane hoisting over the metal portions of it so you know it's pretty cool to watch that happen but obviously there's some traffic backing up so they have like three lanes closed down from 6 a.m to 5 p.m and then you know for anticipation for the night rush hour they only have two lanes closed down to have you know a little bit more throughput for people going you know up and down the strip at night but um yeah so they have that they still have the draft uh theater and draft experience plan for the area near the link and the caesars forum convention center so that's going to be the main hub of all the draft stuff there so You'll be there. That's where the stage and Goodell will walk out and announce the picks. You'll see the picks walk out there. And then right next to it is the draft experience where they have tons of events and, you know, activities for families and such. So, you know, it's just going to be a three-day party here. But, you know, still family-friendly, but obviously it's Las Vegas. So, you know, people are going to come to town and have a good time as well. 
Uh, just for clarification, as, as the construction has started and they're laying down that red carpet uh, around the Bellagio fountains, like you just said, uh, is it safe to say so basically for the next two, two and a half weeks uh, leading up and after the draft that there's going to be those lane closures with construction? And then for locals that are trying to, you know, go to the event, are they better off Ubering from home? Like how close can they get in terms of parking and with everything going on with the madness that is the NFL draft? Yeah, so those lane closures by the Bellagio, and then there's more uh, on Coval near uh, Flamingo where the, the draft experience is. That's going to run through May 6th. So, you know, a few more weeks of that. And then for the draft days itself, the 28th to the 30th, uh, that area on the Flamingo and Las Vegas Boulevard, that's going to be shut down completely basically for those three days. Open up a few hours overnight for deliveries and such for the resorts there. But, you know, for the most part, it's going to be a three-day closure right there. So, obviously – you know, some impact of traffic. You can still get, you know, through the corridor there, you know, just on neighboring streets like Tropicana, Spring Mountain, um, you know, some of those right there. And then, you know, locals, you know, I think the best plan for locals, um, you can take an Uber, but obviously they're probably going to be at a premium during the draft with all the people in town and the surge price and then all that stuff. But um, I would say park at the Las Vegas Convention Center. They have a few lots open. Uh, they'll be free for locals. And then from there, you can hop on the monorail for a few bucks. You get a discount for being a local. Uh, hop on, you can drop off right there at the link area, or if you want to go to the red carpet stage the first day, you can get dropped off at the Paris and walk right there. Uh, I think, you know, that's going to be the best bet for locals. Always looks a little bit closer than it actually is when we're walking up and down that strip. Very important to get those details out because we know that there's going to be infusion of people coming into town like there is almost every weekend, especially big events like this, but obviously a lot of local interest. And let's turn our attention a little bit to the Raiders and, and business that's been taken care of recently. Big time extension. I'm a huge fan of that, that they signed with Derek Carr yesterday. I think it's great for both parties. And we know that the Raiders currently don't have a pick in the first couple of rounds, which is also kind of odd considering we're hosting the draft, but it's weirdly on brand. So how do you anticipate their approach with the next few weeks with their current financial situation? Because Derek Carr took a haircut and we have to sign these draft picks that eventually will make their way on this roster. Yeah, so it kind of remains to be seen what they're going to do. Obviously, um, People are hoping that, you know, they have a first, you know, first round pick, but not going to play out that way unless they make some kind of trade. You know, a lot of people have been kind of murmuring about possibility of Waller getting traded, but, you know, I, just the way I know he is with the team and everyone, you know, around him, I don't anticipate that happening. And, you know, Derek Carr mentioned yesterday, there's some other people that need to get taken care of as far as extensions. And, you know, I'm sure he's hinting at Waller and then coming up next season, Renfro and such. So, you know, it looks like they're kind of looking out for the future, um, you know, just because it's in Vegas, obviously the fans want that. But, you know, I wouldn't say the Raiders feel pressure to do anything like that just to appease the fan base and maybe lose an important, you know, piece to their puzzle there. So uh, it's going to, you know, be interesting to see how they do it. But, you know, I don't, you know, I, just, I was saying here today, I don't anticipate them trading up to, into the first round, you know, just, just to do it for the fans. Maybe we just want to party. Maybe that's the theme. That's what I mean. It's on brand. <laughs> we want to entertain. Hey, you know, you can still go down there and do all that if you want. <laughs> like I said, a three-day party down there is obviously going to be the, the center of everything. But, you know, there's also a ton of draft parties up and down the strip at each resort. So, um, you know, if, if you don't want to get into that madness, you can still go and do it. You know, there are, I'm sure, local spots as well are going to have their own. So there's not going to be any shortage of partying going on that weekend. Uh, speaking of that, my, my last uh, question that I do have in terms of the experience and what locals can do 
Um, and you talked about that draft, so what they're calling it the draft zone or draft experience or whatever they're calling it. Um, do we have any insight? Because I know that there's supposed to be a couple concerts, but for fans, like what are some of the things that they can do, you know, outside of waiting for Goodell to show up and announce who's, you know, the pick for a certain team? Like what are some of the experiences that locals can uh, get to take part of? Yeah, so you, you, you get to a chance to kind of test your athletic ability as well. Uh, they're going to have like a 40-yard dash event where you can, mm. you know, have the fastest 40-yard uh 40-yard time, you can kind of compare it to some of the draft picks from the Combine and such and see where you kind of stack up with them. Uh, there's a Hail Mary one. There's a, you know, there's a field where youth can play flag football. Uh, the Raiders are going to have their three Super Bowl trophies on display. And there's going to be one area where every Super Bowl uh, championship ring is going to be on display from, you know, every Super Bowl that's taken place since the NFL has been around. So that's you know, a pretty good amount there. Uh, they'll have specialty re- uh, retail stuff there, you know, only uh, NFL draft Las Vegas kind of thing. You can get there, uh, food and beverage options as well. And each night's going to be capped off by a headliner uh, concert. They still haven't released who those are going to be yet, but, you know, each of the three nights is going to be, uh, you know, a national act there. They're usually pretty big. So being Vegas, I would assume, you know, we, we get a, t- a top tier act each night there. They haven't announced it yet, right, who, who those people are going to be? Not yet. I would assume uh, we're two weeks out. I, w- I would hope at least give people a week notice or not, or you know, around there, kind of drum up some more suspense. But uh, it's one of the last things they really haven't announced yet. Interesting. The plot continues to thicken here with Mick Akers. Just to kind of take a little bit more of a long view on sports business here, move away from Vegas, move away from the Raiders. Uh, as we see more evidence come to light about the business practices of the Washington football team, now know, known as the Commanders, the stronger that I feel that Dan Snyder is going to be ousted from this league by the league owners themselves. But we know that this guy has dirt on people. It's probably how he's lasted this long. Are you reading the tea leaves the same way I am, or do you have a, a different hypothesis to the culmination of this very, very dramatic soap opera? Yeah, obviously, you know, some of the first – Stuff that kind of trickled out. It seemed like he was dodging it and kind of made some changes in the front office, trying to say, "Hey, I, I'm learning." Um, but you know, when you come up with this financial stuff and that he could possibly be cheating out, you know, season ticket holders and the other teams, especially, uh, it's going to take the you know the, the league owners to vote him out. So if he's picking out of their pockets, I think that's the last straw. You know, anytime money's involved. So uh, you know, if this stuff ends up you know ringing true that being accused of that. I, I think you'll see him probably exit stage right pretty soon. <laughs> and you can follow Mick Akers on Twitter at Mick Akers, M-I-C-K-A-K-E-R-S. And I'd be remiss, Mick, if I don't ask you about this because you've written about it. Bill Simmons talked about it on his podcast with certainty, and it's gaining a lot a lot of traction. Um, where does the likelihood stand right now in terms of bringing an NBA team to Vegas? Yeah, the momentum's you know, been building up. You know, initially, before we had any kind of pro sports team, everyone thought NBA would be the first, um, Vegas being a basketball town, with the former UNLV Rebels, you know, success in the 90s and before that. Uh, obviously, it hasn't been much recently. But um, so, you know, kind of been building up again recently. Um, you know, we got this new proposed arena over there on Las Vegas Boulevard in Warren Springs. It's, you know, Oakview Group. They They have a long history of – you know, opening arenas, operating arenas. Uh, their their CEO, he's the former president of the Nuggets. He helped them get a new arena back in the 90s. So they have a long track record. They brought in Mark Bedane, the former president of the Raiders, who was the key guy bringing Allegiant Stadium and the Raiders here to Las Vegas. So he knows 
how to get things done as well. So um, they said they they said, hey, we're doing this without any kind of promise or any kind of you know anything from the, the NBA saying, hey, we'll give you a team if you guys build this arena. They are just kind of building it in hopes that hey, eventually they're going to open up expansion, which a lot of people think Vegas and Seattle are the ones that are going to get the possible two new teams. Um, every time you ask the NBA, they say, hey, we don't have any current plans, but they Adam got Silver plans, Mick. A lot. They got plans for expansion, right? Because they see the expansion fees that the NHL paid for for the Golden Knights and the Kraken. That those are going to be small potatoes compared to what the NBA is going to get. What does that price tag look like if they do have that expansion route planned? Uh, that's hundreds of, of millions of dollars. So obviously, you know that helps out all the owners as well. They get a little piece of that. Uh, so you know that could come into play, especially you know kind of coming back from COVID and you know having seasons without fans and all that. Um, mm-hmm. Seems like they're doing pretty good now with kind of mitigating that issue. But, you know, there's still that time period where they didn't have anything coming in revenue-wise as far as having attendance. So that will come into play, too. But, you know, I would say in the next five years, five years or so, yeah. you know, they'll do some kind of expansion. It's just kind of leading that way. And um, I would say Vegas is, uh, you know, one of the ones that will probably land a team at that point. No, awesome. And something I did want to talk to you about, because I know you were at the press conference and the announcement, and, you know, it's America's fastest growing sport. Uh, I'm talking about F1, and, you know, I'm one of the few, I haven't watched the Netflix series, uh, I'm well aware that when races happen, it invades my timeline with everybody talking about it, but for those that aren't initiated with F1, how big of a deal is it that they're coming and having a race here on the Strip? Uh, it's massive, especially for the international pill. We're going to get a ton of international visitors who are very wealthy. So, you know, they'll come to town and drop a lot of money. Uh, that's obviously one of the main reasons why the LBCBA was, you know, so uh, adamant about pursuing this race. Um, F1 seems pretty excited about hosting it on the strip and supposed to become their marquee U.S. race. Um, they only have two other ones, Austin and Miami. So they're kind of expanding out to the U.S. As you mentioned, popularity of that, you know, the league here with the Netflix series there. Um, but overseas, it's massive. It's like one of the bigger sports out there. So they're hoping that they can kind of drum up similar success here in the States. Um, so I think having this Las Vegas race at night is going to do a pretty good thing for both sides there. The Richie Richertons will so certainly be out and about in our fine community here. A little less serious one because I, I need you to settle a debate network, considering this is a question to be a theme for our NFL draft coverage in the next couple of weeks. Uh, earlier this week, we we explored a top 25 Pixar film list. And as someone who covers uh, sports business and transportation, Wally was listed at number three, you know, the dystopian robot love story that's set in the wasteland of by and large capitalism. And then Cars I believe was ranked 19th, which is too high in my book, no matter how endearing Mater is. But you are the expert. Where do you fall in this debate, Cars or Wally? Do you agree with the ranking? Uh, no, I'll go with Cars. <laughs> oh my uh, I've goodness! Seen them both, but Good I'm man. A, I'm, a, I'm a Cars guy. So he's <laughs> a transportation <laughs> analyst. Life is a highway. <laughs> I get it. It's 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 one of those earworms for sure. Right. Now, you know, it has a little sports action and transportation. It kind of, it kind of rings true to both things I'm interested in. No, fantastic. And, Mick, a last question here. Um, and I want you to, to, to make a choice right here. When it comes to what's the next big event that you feel that Vegas is going to land, uh, and your options are the College Football National Championship, WrestleMania, or the Men's Final Four? I'll say all of the above. <laughs> 
Um, heard rumors <laughs> of each one. Obviously, yes. um, they're having WrestleMania and uh, SoFi next year. Um, I would assume at some point down the line that it's going to land here. Uh, obviously, they're having money in the bank, um, some other events here with WWE. So we're kind of getting the initial, you know, foot in the door for the larger ones there. Um, we're going to have some regional NCAA tournaments as T Mobile next year, and that's kind of going to be a lead way to having the Final Four as well at Allegiant. Um, so, and then we have the Super Bowl coming in in 2024 already. So we're going to have you know the marquee U.S. sporting event there. Uh, so you know, I think you know any and any and all you know large sporting events will be here eventually in the not too distant future. All the above. It sure is fun being the popular kids' table. Certainly it is, Mick Akers. Thank you so much for taking time out of your very busy, eventful schedule to uh, talk with us here on The Playmakers, my friend. You are a close personal friend of the show now. All right. Hey, I appreciate it, and thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely. That was Mick Akers from our very own Las Vegas Review-Journal. Again, he covers the sports business and transportation is pretty much all over the happenings of this fine town. Insider calls are powered by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download your BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. And on the other side of the break, well, our very own rock star moments. Why not explore those? We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 